Welcome back to another episode of Color Break, your third favorite comic book podcast. I'm your host, Cody Collects. As always, I'm here with my mustachioed friend. We've got Christian. What's up, dude? How's it going, man? Uh, comic book stash. It's it's incredibly funny how rusty we got after like a month of not filming. I know. I mean, to them, I mean, we only missed one episode, right? Which doesn't yeah. seem too bad. That's not too bad. I will say I had never had so much anxiety about the podcast. Yeah, well, it's out now, and I, I'm I hope people go back to it. You know what? If you haven't seen it yet, our Color Breakies Award Show, stop watching this episode. Go back and watch the the previous one. It should be on your feeds or it's issue whatever, number twelve. Issue number twelve. Yeah, it was a, a suit. Ton of fun. We had Rod on or that nerdy Papa Bear, and we gave out some comic book awards. And Christian slaved away for a month, locked away in a dungeon, editing dungeon. We didn't let him out till it was done. And oh. now he gets to see his girlfriend and hang out with his family. Because it's yeah. done. No, my family missed me, man. <laughs> Not to say that my girlfriend didn't miss me, but my family, you know. They're right here. Dude, it's been it's been a crazy month, you know? It's 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 uh, funny because like and to explain it to whoever um you know, doesn't know how it worked. Um, we we went extremely hard with the edit for no reason. There's no reason to do it. Um, but we decided it would be the best thing. We got green screens. We, uh, you know, it, it, that should win a color break. Just the edit. Um, That's true. Uh, maybe next year. Maybe next year. We'll see. But um, my computer just doesn't happen to have the computing capacity to export that in a decent amount of time. So it took like 180 hours to export a one hour video and uh, anxiety took over and I was just sitting down in my room thinking about it every night. My brother, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure like, dude, if the power gets cut at any point, someone trips over the cord or whatever. Uh, yes. It was every single day. I'd be thinking like, God, what if something happens? <laughs> what if just an error? Like it, it couldn't generate one frame of the video, but yeah. we did it. Um, yeah dude, we did it we got it out and you know going forward i mean we got a bunch of cool plans i hope uh you know people stay tuned yeah well it'll um, be our second topic will be some some exciting news yeah all right yeah yeah see that's how you get um, in. you you tell them there's a second topic so they have to stick around right right so <laughs> so in in this episode of color break our plan we were going to talk about swamp thing by rom v but before we get into that christian I'm going to talk a little, just a tiny bit about what I've been reading and enjoying. Um, Because for those that don't know, I had COVID (laughs) last week. So that sucked. But that means I, right. But that means that I was able to read a ton of comics. Um, So, dude, I binged Ultimate Spider-Man Omnibus Volume Number 1. I'm going to save my thought, like all my thoughts, right? But... Just initially, it's it's as good as everybody said it was going to be. I already knew it was going to be good, right? Um, it's like one of the most legendary Marvel runs of all time. And I read it in, like, not one sitting, but, like, I read it in a, in a four-day period where it was, you know, reading, like, 10 issues at a time or whatever, 10 issues each sitting. Man, I know you finished it. I don't know how, how far you want to go because sure we're going to talk uh, about it later. It's I can, get I can thing, talk but. about it like a little bit. Um, so for the past six months, I uh, for some reason decided, hey, why not uh, set up a timer whenever I read a book? And I did the math and it would take me seven and a half minutes to read a, 
a single issue. And that's, of course, paying real attention to it. Not because I could read it in two if I'm just flipping. Um, so once I got to Ultimate Spider-Man, I was like, okay, it's 40 issues. And I did the math. And maybe uh, it's been like a month since I read it. So I'm sorry if the math is wrong now. It was right when I did it. Uh, I was like, if I read this, it should take me four hours to read this entirely. So uh, for four hours of my life, I just sat down and read the entire Omni. And uh, we will be talking about Ultimate Spider-Man in another episode. For sure. We it's going to be its own thing. We won't tell you which episode it is because we don't know. No, nah, it's still in the works. Still in the works. We're going to we're playing it. We want to have a special guest on, you know. Um, but we'll keep it under wraps until the guest is confirmed. You guys yeah. know how it is, it, you know. I, I can't say it's not Brian Michael Bendis, so don't get excited. It's also not uh, Mark Bagley. No. It's, it's also not Mark Bagley. It's it's not Stan Lee either. <laughs> no, it, it can't be, unfortunately. It can't even That'd be a hologram. Be cool. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Uh Oh, dude, also, I just got to say, so I've also been reading Animal Man by Grant Morrison. What a trippy, just like, just the craziest. I'm only, I'm only like five issues in, but it is so wacky, dude. I love it. If, I'm like in love with it. If someone asked me to describe Animal Man, I would say it's in my "if I had the money" category. I feel, it. dude, you, you you're gonna love it too. Like I know you're gonna get it at some point. You're gonna love it. Um, so I, I don't know why I didn't know I didn't know too much about Animal Man. I, he shows up sometimes in um, like the Flash ongoing right now. He pops in every now and then, but uh, I never read Animal Man. I guess his power um, for those that don't know. So I thought he was kind of like Beast Boy, like where he turns into an animal. But nah, dude, he did. So he <laughs> it's so funny to see him do it for the first time in the comic. He he absorbs an animal power, but he has to be within the vicinity of an of that animal. Um, so it's just creates a lot of just insane situations. Cause he's just like in a crazy situation. And he's like reaching out and trying to feel what animals are nearby. And he's like a rat. Like, I guess, I guess like it's the only animal nearby. So it's like, yeah, it, it's so funny. Cause he can't just, you know, have the strength of a gorilla whenever he wants. Like he's gotta be near a gorilla. <laughs> so the, the th we will be talking, well, Cody will be talking about animal man in a future installment probably. Uh, like I said, I don't have it. And uh, for some reason, my brain just tells me that I need to own it as an Omni. I cannot read it online. I cannot have trades. It has to be the Omni because my brain works like that sometimes. So I will not be joining him unless he waits for me like three months. Yeah, I mean, that's probably doable. I don't think I I, I might finish. Uh, so my plan was to do deluxe volume number one, uh, but it's so good. I might I might dip into volume number two, but dude, well, we can wait for you, bro. Come on. No problem. But so I do want to say, right. Um, I just, I don't know. I just want to say that it's, it's, <laughs> I, there's like one part that I want to say, I want to talk about, but I guess I can't save it. I won't, I won't save it. I won't, I'll save it. All right. That's enough of that. That's enough of what I've been reading. I don't know, Christian, if you wanted to talk a little bit about what you've been reading, but then uh, we'll just jump right into Swamp Thing. I read, Fantastic Four Life Story. There you go. Oh, nice. If you like that, it's great. I, I kind of nice. wish That's... they did more life stories. I'm sure they will. It seems it, it kind of seems like they're doing. I don't know how old Spider Man Life Story is. Maybe like 2018 or something. So I don't know. It has been. 
I know uh, Fantastic Four was last year, I believe, maybe the year before. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I I question which characters they would do because it seems like, life story for anyone who doesn't know, it's like through the decades, so the characters actually age. Uh, the the trend I've noticed is that Spider Man Fantastic Four, uh, the story starts in the '60s, so I'm guessing yeah. they would only do characters who have been around long enough to experience all those decades. Yeah, like you know, you could do. Yeah, I mean, they could mess around. Like they don't have to do like Captain America, right? Yeah, I don't think they the can 40s, do Captain but... America because his thing is being frozen, so it would skip like a couple decades. That's what I'm saying, but they could do like X. I, I see what you mean, though. Like they, there are some, but they can't. They don't have like the full the full gamut of you know the entire Marvel characters that they could do it with. But I do think it's a great idea. They could do um, X Men. I, I agree. X-Men, yeah. I think that might be the logical next one or I guess like Hulk, but I don't know. Yeah. We've already got like a Hulk grand design. Anyways, <laughs> no, dude, that, that's great. I, I've been meaning to do uh, – I think I'm going to do um, like both of the life stories like as a dual review type of thing at some point. Um, but yeah, dude, I've been – just been trying to read as much as possible, man. I'm like the reading groove, which is great because at the end of last year, you know, I did that big push of single issues, but now it's like – I'm just going to crack down and just read some collected editions, you know? So, um, but yeah, did you want to just, let's just talk about Swamp yeah, Thing. Let's do it. I'm a, I'm a thousand percent in. All right. So for those that aren't aware, right, Christian and I, we started a thing called, uh, we called it first run. I'm pretty sure. Um, the idea was to, uh, utilize Hoopla as a way to read free comics. So, you know, free with your library card, every download Hoopla app. I don't need to repeat it, <laughs> you know, more than that, but, um, one of the things we, you know, before we read Batman Noel, then we read, uh, 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 <laughs> what's it called? We're so rusty, man. No, no, no. They, it was Batman Noel. And then we did, what was that one? Um, no, uh, Noel. Batman Noel was the only one we did. I think so. I oh, we did Bitterroot. That oh, was Bitterroot. That was great. I love Bitterroot. Yeah, dude, I love better. Okay, so we did Bitterroot, Batman Noel, and now we're doing Swamp Thing by Ron V. So this is Swamp Thing, uh, volume number one, Becoming. Uh, Ron V is your writer, which, you know, I don't know. H- have you been liking Ron V, like, the more you've been re- reading of Ron V? Yes, uh, I do want to say, and it's it's maybe unfair, um, that his Detective Comics run was not my favorite. It's not been my favorite so far. It's still great. It's still great. It's just it depends on what you're reading. For example, Swamp Thing, incredible. Um, yep. It's just the fact that there's so many Batman runs. I feel it kind of makes you choose your favorite. Yeah. And, uh, so I I haven't been in the mood to like really sit down and like take in information recently. Because uh, yeah. sometimes like comics are an escape, and I'll say an example that's very fitting. I know Saga of the Swamp Thing is an incredible uh, run, right? But it's a book I've always struggled with because I need to sit down and actually experience all the emotions and probably get depressed from reading it. Yeah. Um, and that's how I feel about the Detective Comics run of uh, Rambi. It's it's heavy, and uh, you need to really yeah. think about it. So, but yeah, I do. Ron, yeah, for I sure. I like the writing. Yeah. The writing's great. Yeah, Ronby Ronby does do that, right? Like he he's a he really excels at writing like you know dark worlds, kind of um, mystical that sort of thing. Like uh, you know he did a he had a run on Justice League Dark, I'm pretty sure. Um, 
that was you know pretty pretty well regarded so he he's like at home in that kind of corner of the dc universe um so it is interesting that they pulled him on to batman and he's kind of trying to pull some of that into um into batman's you know usually it's just street level type of stuff but um always always a fun when he has to deal with you know magic and that sort of thing um but yeah so rom v he he really made his name uh he he worked on the he worked on the swamp thing future state uh comic books future state was a line that dc was trying to push um right it was kind of like a mini it wasn't a relaunch but it was kind of like a they were trying to show the dc universe 10 years in the future or whatever it was um so 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 ron v comes in he brings this creative team of uh mike perkins as the artist and then mike spicer and june chung as the colorist um mike spicer dude this guy can color bro this guy, you know, one thing I will say, this guy is not colorblind. That's for damn sure. Dude. Hey, you never know. He could be. He could be. He could just be like a really awesome comic book you, colorist. You colorblind, right? I am. That's why I can't imagine doing like half Literally. of the vibrant stuff that's in both, here. Both of my siblings are colorblind, so. I'm like some weird colorblind where like I'm not fully, like I don't see in gray like a dog or whatever. No, right? it, but like. My my siblings still confuse like red with green, pink with light blue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like it's certain conditions. Like I always say, if you held a crayon, a, a Crayola marker, a Crayola crayon, <laughs> um, and like one was blue, one was purple, and they were like next to each other, it'd be like, I'd be like, whoa, what, which? Oh, it's it's blue funny because like both of my siblings are colorblind, but they'll fight me on it. Nice. Like, oh, I mean, it's two against one, and I'm like, yeah, but like two that like don't really work fully. <laughs> Yeah, two. It's like half and a half versus just me that can see. So it's like, exactly. But yeah, uh, dude, this colors the coloring, and it like it blew my mind. It, and it's so funny because I remember reading the swamp, uh, swamp thing future state, um, which is very interesting. So it was the last two issues of this volume was actually the future state story. So the one that was you know way in the future. Good because um, it confused Arctic, me. Yeah, right. Isn't it? Isn't it? I, I thought it was kind of weird. I know it's the same creative team. Um, so I it guess just, like the thinking is that they killed it on their, you know, two issue miniseries for Swamp Thing Future State. Everyone always says like that was the best thing to come out of Future State just because the creative team was just so banging. Gave them their own uh, miniseries. I think it was supposed to be only six issues, if I'm not mistaken, this Swamp Thing run. And then they extended it to 12. Um, so I think that's how it worked. But yeah. I thought it was super weird that they included that. It, it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, because it's like I mean, it was good, but, <laughs> but like right. it just it just felt like it reminded me of the the many like issues at the end of the Batman Sadarsky run. Right. Yeah, like the, the like, short. Yep. It, it reminded me of that. I was like, okay, cool. I was actually like because you know we've been planning this review for what a month or two. So logically, bit, yeah. logically, I read it today. <laughs> I mean, so, classic. I read it like two days ago. So. I had like 20 minutes left before this. And I was like, should I read this? Because I know it's not main story. But I was like, you know what? I'll read it. It's really good. And I will say you were talking about color. And it's not often that this, this happens. But you actually sent me a picture, which I'll, I'll put up here. But uh. You never send me pictures when you're like struck by like the art. I and should. I, I should more often. Yeah. You were like, "This is 
incredible. <laughs> Look at this page. And I was like, yeah, I'm reading it too. Right, right. I agree. So, dude, if yeah. you want a review of how good the art is, Cody sent me a picture. That's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah. No, I think so. Like, so I, I don't know if, if um, I guess like, what, what were your general thoughts of this? Because I, th- I hear it sounds like you're saying like, oh, it was good. It was good. Um, so I, what what are your like general right, thoughts on it before we dive like into the uh, different all the different parts? Um. So like I said, I never was was I will do it at some point, but I've, I've never been able to read Saga of the Swamp Thing, the Alan Moore run. Because it's so heavy, this one was fun. Um, it's it's not as heavy. It does deal with a lot of like darkness, and it's it's really like psychologically like it's it's about the psychology of this character that's basically doomed to be this monster. Um, so it was it was it was interesting, and but it, it felt dark, but it wasn't slow, gotcha. and it didn't like make me reflect on my own darkness. It just made me reflect on the character. Um, yeah, I thought. Um... So I, I guess also I should ask, like, while you're explaining your, um, like, so you talked about, like, your history with Swamp Thing. Like, I, I haven't read too much Swamp Thing either. It sounds like you haven't uh, either. No. Gotcha. This is my, yeah. if, if I were to be honest, it's the first thing I, like, fully read. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, th- this creative team and those Future State books were um, the first thing, Swamp Thing related that I, you know, he, he appears in, like, you know, as a side character in, like, a lot of different things. Um, but like a true Swamp Thing run, haven't read too much of him. He's always been a character that's interested me. Yeah, um, same. Uh, I know there's a show that's very well regarded. Never watched it. Um, and it's just a character that I've known has existed and I know people love, but I've never gotten into it. Just because I never, I didn't really know what the character like was. I was just like, it's just a monster. But like, of course, like every monster in comic books, it's a person inside the monster. Right. Yeah. And, and so I, I think the, the interesting thing about Swamp Thing um, and that most people probably wouldn't even like know about because it, it doesn't get talked about really in other DC properties, except for uh, except for like Poison Ivy, like we, which we saw in this volume. So, some of it, you know, Poison Ivy, you know, interacts with the green and that's how she gets her powers or whatever. Um, so so like that whole like the idea of the green and like there's the. Yes. I don't know if you picked up Swamp Thing Green Hell, which is a current uh, DC Black Label series. Um, no. Dude, you should you should jump on that too because it's it, like that. And then the future state, I was like, dude, I think I think I love Swamp Thing. Um, and then reading this volume, it, it's cool to see that that is confirmed and that yeah, I probably will keep loving Swamp Thing yeah, as it, I you know, read more of them. It's but. one of those things. Uh, the only Swamp Thing I knew before this was Shrek. Um, <laughs> And then we get into this. I did know about the green, though. There's this TikToker who uh, I really enjoyed his videos. His name is Perfect Dodge. He went through all because it, it's not just the green, there's like the red, the black. There's, yep. there's a bunch of forces that I didn't even know existed. And he went through and explained all of them. And uh, the green was an interesting one to me because I didn't know Poison Ivy and Swamp Thing were a part of this like otherworldly um, force, its own dimension, if you want to call it. So it was interesting. Like when I was, I forgot about his TikTok because it's been like over a year. And then I was reading it and they were like the green. And I was like, hey, I know this. I'm smart. Like, you know, reawaken and pull that knowledge from (laughs) some TikTok video I saw. But no, I I think that that's like always been like an interesting part of Swamp Things. Like whole world is like this idea of the green and the red, all these different forces like battling to have control. And then, 
you know, they manifest themselves in these avatars and it's like a, it's like not, not one person that's the swamp thing. It's like whoever needs to be the swamp thing at that point in time. It's, or whatever, it's an interesting dynamic. It's an interesting yeah. dynamic and they go through it in this book specifically. The fact that the green hates humans, but it needs a human avatar to survive, you know? Right. It needs, I mean, in this, it, it's been different humans in different cases, but uh, I don't remember the name because I'm not good with names. But um, it, it's interesting that like there's this duality of like we hate humans and we hope we wish they didn't exist, but we also need them to keep the green alive. Yeah, exactly. Yep, and I, that that was that was like a cool like theme that they kept they kept touching on. Um, so I will say like as far as my overall thoughts, I mean I think it was like you were saying I think it was good, and I may, maybe we'll give a rating at the very end of our discussion of it, but um. It was definitely good. I think that um, and I hear I hear it gets better later on. I think the reason why it it seems like it's got a weird story structure, right? Where it's like you know, in theory, they have this twelve issue miniseries, right? Yeah. I mean, usually you tell like a larger story in those twelve, um, and it kind of seems like you know we're getting hints of uh, you know the brother. He might he might be like the big villain over the whole course of the miniseries, um, but it was like these three issue like stories like the first one is um actually it might be two it's like two 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 issues two issues right the first two issues are him battling a like the monster in the desert which i thought was extremely cool first of all it was like the pale wanderer or something like that coolest fucking concept i'm sorry that was that was my favorite one i could see that being a movie or a show loved it Um, yeah yeah yep yep and i I like that the second part well, was great. Number yep. one killed me. For sure. It, it, it's just, it's so weird, like reading in this volume. So it's like, it's like, okay, you have this two, two issue story, this two issue story, and then a two issue story. And it's kind of like, all right, but what's the, the what's the like going yeah. on? So, so I'm sure they'll, they'll flesh it out um, I think know, later, if, if but you're it was kind of weird. The, if you're going to read it, um, the way I would describe it is the first two have an actual villain. The second two are more like a self-discovery, knowing what it is to be the Swamp Thing. Yep. So that was really cool. Um, I did like it a lot. I think the writing's fantastic. The art is, I would say, what carries the story for me. Gotcha. Like, yeah, sometimes, the art... I'd, sometimes I'd ignore like the speech bubbles and just look like... <laughs> so, yeah, so that that's something that, you know, you can see, you can see Rom V try to... Or, like, you can see him... So sometimes it depends on what character he's working with, but he, he can get a little wordy at times. Um, and, you know, when you, when you're talking about Swamp Thing, it's like, you know, he, he uses like huge, huge words and he's like being so poetic about the way yeah, he's describing what's happening. I mean, and, right. and that's not a bad thing because thankfully it was wordy, but interesting. Right. But I can see how it could be wordy and annoying. Yeah, for sure. I, Definitely think it could get wordy at times, but I think, like you're saying, dude, all right, let, let's just get into it, dude. The art, bro. The, so, like, we talked about the coloring, right? Um, but, you know, obviously the right, – sorry, let me – I, I got to have a visual. It's like it's the, the colors are so vibrant. It's so crazy, and um, I'm sorry. Who did I say the, the artist was, not the colorist? It was Mike Spicer. Mike Perkins. So double Mike. You got double Mike working on this thing, right? <laughs> so Mike Perkins as the actual artist. Dude, every page is so detailed. 
like the way that the humans look um the character design like you said that the villain i thought was is super awesome for that first arc uh for a second i thought you said jack spicer and i was like from shaolin showdown if you remember that show no i never watched shaolin showdown dude i must be missing out that was a good cartoon from when i was a kid if someone remembers it 10 out of 10 so i was like jack spicer also he's like jack spicer is like an actual poet but that was just me riffing about me misunderstanding something however mike spicer brilliant uh i will say there's something so beautiful about when i think of the character of swamp thing i think of this darkness you know like it's a horror book and it is a horror book like this one's horror but it's very like colorful right you would never expect from a horror book yeah it's an interesting uh like divergence of exactly like what you what you say would be typical for a horror story um it's just like so detailed but you're right it's more psychological and then it gets into the um you know, there are some pages where it's showing like him transforming like from human, like to Swamp Thing. Like yes. some of those splash pages are just absolutely insane. Like I found myself just looking at it for like five minutes. Like, oh my gosh, just looking at the splash page. Um, so like in the scene in particular, like where he first meets, uh, he first meets the bad guy and he's yes. just like coming out of like the cactus or whatever. And he's like, what the heck is happening to me, dude? To me, and, and there's not a lot. Here's my thing, and I, not to cut the review short, but there's not a lot I can say because it's such a short volume. It is. It really is a short volume. It's a just of, like a lot of the volume. Like this is the new, the new Swamp Thing Avatar, and it's just three short stories. That's that's kind of what the volume. A lot of like. the volume was the Future State part. If you really think about it, it being yeah. a short volume, it's 142 pages. And the future state part was like 50 of those pages. So yep. there's not it's a lot. Not long. It's just, um, but, but for what it is, right. Where it takes someone who maybe doesn't know too much about Swamp Thing lore, reintroduces them to like the, you know, the idea of the green, what is the Swamp Thing? What's an avatar? Yeah. So I thought in that respect, it did a lot of, you know, good stuff. And then on the flip side, if you were a veteran and you knew all about Swamp Thing, there's a ton to love here in in the characterization of like the new the new dude you got throwbacks to the the other avatars that i'm sure you know swamp heads are just like going nuts for you know what i mean to see alec holland or whatever (laughs) yeah these swamp heads are going uh, oh my god it's the guy from the 60s so that's the other thing too right is that i don't know if um so like there's that that dude that swamp things um yes friend Jennifer, you know, Jennifer. There's that. Wait, there's that Woodrow? dude, like Wood. Something, yeah, Wood. Something which, like that. I mean, he must be like a legacy character. I don't know too much about yeah. him. I think he might yeah. be a villain. And to me, it was like, like oh, a decaying man, a decaying man. And then, like, I'm sure, like, someone was like, it sort dude, of reminded the... me when I watched Guardians of the Galaxy. I'd be like, the collector, <laughs> right. the collector, cool. And then some people were like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude exactly it was exactly like that well i, I thought it was funny because the dude's name is woodrow and I, am i mistaken is he made out of wood is that a yes. little on the nose you know i'm not saying he needs to be like made out of like it's i just, don't know pipes just, or something it's just swamp but thing you know swamp things it's just it's, swamp things 
Just swap things. Yeah, I mean, to end the review, I'll give it a 7 out of 10. That's 7 good. out of 10. You know, I would give it a 7. That feels like a great score. Um, again, not a bad story by any means. If you think a 7 is bad, you need to get your head checked. Go to the doctor's. A 7 have, is really good. <laughs> I, like, I love some movies that are like 5. Dude, listen, I've read so many bad comic runs. Seven is great. Seven is I was, so pretty. I watched uh, Jumper with my girlfriend the other day in the movie. Yeah, um, classic. It, which, by the way, Jumper could have been a trilogy. But I, I don't know what what happened there. I think it just came in the year that Iron Man and, and Dark Knight came out. So it was just completely <laughs> forgotten. That's besides yeah. the point. I watched it and I was like, "This was great." And then I went to my letterbox and gave it a three out of five stars. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because like you can't like honestly in your heart, you could be the biggest jumper head of all time, right? But even the jumper heads aren't giving that movie a five. You know what I mean? But it is a good movie. So exactly that's, that's... like that. Swamp Thing is the jumper. <laughs> Swamper is the jumper of comic books. But. Oh man, I do gotta say, like as I'm flipping through this, God, the, the art is just incredible. I, I got, I'm gonna finish it. It's not gonna be, we're not gonna do the volume two for a first run. I'm just gonna bang it, get out of the way, because just so um, you guys know, we said this would be like a 45 minute episode, but we're so rusty that we're just like chatting, and it's been 30 minutes already. Nah, they appreciate it, I'm sure. Listen, um, but yeah, listen, Swamp Thing, it's available on Hoopla. We gave it a seven. That's a color break seal of approval. Yeah. Read it. Get your God, library. Now card. I have to design a seal of approval to put on the screen. I mean, you see what you do to me. I don't know. Do you? <laughs> like, it's up to you. I mean, you can't mention graphic <laughs> things and then expect me not to make it. Right. Um. um let Let's Let's yeah, spin the wheel one more time. Let's go for it. And uh, you know, while Christians is spinning, I I gotta ask everybody. Does it even make sense to have a wheel? Is the wheel gimmicky? Should Christian and I just alternate and pick a story and make the other person read it? I think that might work better ultimately. But I think let's do now, this. This is the last wheel spin. Then we'll do two okay. where we pick and see what the people think. Okay. No one's gonna comment on it. But in our yeah, hearts no we'll gonna... know what was better. Yeah, no one's gonna care, but let's go for it. <laughs> They're gonna be like, okay, yeah, they didn't even know they spun a wheel the first time. So let's let's review one more time. The options are Firepower, Wind, Strange Academy, Better Ray Bill, which is the one I'm hoping it lands on, A Righteous Thirst for Vengeance, Blue and Green, Sweet Tooth, and A Study in Emerald. Let's spin the wheel. Spinning. Sorry, I supposed to kill time while we spin. Beta Ray Bill, Beta. Wow, it landed. Beta Ray Bill, and I can Daniel show Warren Johnson. I can show it. Yeah, you see, I'm not lying because I did say I wanted that one. I wanted to make sure people didn't think I was lying. You know, you know what's absolutely insane, Christian? You might not even believe it. I'm pretty sure one of the mics has something to do with it. I'm pretty sure Mike Perkins is the artist for that. I'd want to double check before I. Make that Before clear. we move on. Yeah, I'm going to look it up. Beta Ray Bill. I'm pretty sure, dude. That's so weird. If it that is him, that'd like be that. cool. Because we're familiar with their work. 
Yeah, Mike Spicer. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> I'm so happy. Look at that. It's a full circle. All right, yeah, guys. So listen, we're gonna be reading Beta Ray Bill. It's a it's five it's five issue miniseries from Marvel Comics. I'm sure it's available on Marvel Unlimited, but it's on Hoopla. And Hoopla for free. We're reading it on Hoopla. Get your library card. Read you some Daniel Warren Johnson goodness. He's the writer, artist, letterer. Only thing he doesn't do is color, and that's Mike Spicer. Let's do it. Um, so yeah, let's jump into our, our future plans, Cody, uh, because we do have some exciting news. Yep, we do. Okay, guys, so just so you know, Cody got a new Death Star light for his background. Yep, as you can see. Oh, it's on this side? Yeah. You can see that light? It's been going the whole time? Nah, guys, listen. We're going to C2E2 in Chicago, April, whatever... To March whatever to April whatever. If you're there and you want to say hi, you know what we look like. Um, yeah, so so I guess Christian, what are, what are we doing at C two E two? What the heck are we going to be doing at C two E two? I don't know, man. I we don't, don't know. know. The amount of we don't know I mean, too well. I do know. The, I do know, and you know, to put it out there, we will be filming an episode of Color Break. For sure, we're gonna meet in person. We, we gotta never film. Met Maybe I'll hate him. Maybe. Maybe I'll be two feet taller than this little short guy. Maybe. I am a short king standing at 5'8". Well, Cody, yeah. like what, 6'2"? Ta- yeah, I'm going to tower over this guy. No, no, no. So we're going to C2E2. Um, so initially, all right, we're going we're going with a group that Chris and I are part of called Nerd Initiative. Um, they're going to be doing some cool stuff at C2E2. So um, we'll be going as well. I don't know. It's, it's kind of up in the air right now, but we know that we're going and we know that we're going to be filming a color break podcast and we want to do some like content on the show floor christian and i got some 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 radical ideas i think we we're gonna say um, wacky and I was like, Ooh. <laughs> they might, eh, they're not that wacky no they're not I wacky they, at all there's nothing i guess wacky it depends about. who we interview <laughs> i guess it depends who we interview Well, you're they giving away wacky. too much information man <laughs> i said it, the word interview <laughs> but yeah so we got some plans in c2e2 but listen if you got any ideas like hey why are c2e2 you guys got to, you know, do a review on this hot dog stand or whatever in Chicago. Chris and I will do uh, crossover comics, like food reviews. Who knows? That's that's um, sort of the thing that like stresses me out about going in a big group, which is like, first of all, great because I get to see a lot of people who I interact a lot with online. But at the same time, I have things I want to do. I mean, seeing yeah, the beam well, is I mean, exciting, like, you know? We're going to have like three four days or whatever to like figure stuff out so we'll I definitely we'll be able I to wanna, see the sites i'm sure i want to go uh to a comic book store and i know it's kind of funny we're going to a comic book convention but i want to go to a comic book store oh 100 yeah we're definitely going to be doing some some comic book store content some show floor content um it should be a lot of fun getting to meet christian in person for the first time but christian is that all for a plan? I think that's all for a plan. Oh, I can I can say some like something very curious. So, as I have come to find out, there's like three or five top like major conventions, right? As far as I know, there's a Comic Con, of course. There's C two E two, and of course you can go into like the Star Wars celebrations and all that. But that's besides the point. There's MegaCon in Florida, and uh, those are the only ones I can think of. This year, for some reason, being 
two of the top comic book conventions in the world, C2E2 and MegaCon in Florida decided to be on the same exact weekend. Now, I live in Florida, so that's disappointing, but I will be going to Chicago because I get to meet this guy. Uh, and also, you know, a lot of people are going. I've never been to Chicago. It's a good experience. Yeah, get to yeah. I, I've never been to Chicago. I've only been to Chicago just flying through O'Hare. So I think I had a layover. I get, I get to like try pizza. Seven hours. <laughs> so, um, But the cool thing is that um, the guests at MegaCon, and not to say the guests are at, at uh, C2E2 are bad, because the guests at C2E2 are pretty cool. Like, I want to meet Tom Welling. Come hmm. on. Um, Donnie Cates is going to MegaCon. He is my favorite author, so that's kind of disappointing. But not as disappointing as knowing that Steve Burns of Blue Schools uh, fame is going to MegaCon. Yeah, but you can probably find that guy on the street somewhere, you know what I mean? No, he's great. He's great, man. No, he's great, he's great, but... He has music, (laughs) great music. Yep. But that was the most disappointing. I was like, no, Donnie Case is going to be in Florida when I'm not. Steve Burns? (laughs) Friend of mine was like Sam Raimi, and I was like, "Did you see a bo- under Sam Raimi?" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I mean, know well, Christian's got his priorities. Me and Cody will be meeting for the first time, and you know, it'll be this big event. Um, I do know he's taller than me, so it'll be interesting. Um, yeah. Expect some cool things is all we have to say. Yeah, it should be cool. Um, also, you know, as far as future stuff, we got some we got some guests in the work. Uh, some guests in the work, but Christian, listen, dude, I don't know if you heard. I don't know if you heard. They they released a lot of DC stuff. Do you want to talk about it, dude? Yeah, I saw Congress had a meeting last week. That was kind of interesting, right? <laughs> they meet all the time, re- dude. <laughs> something about the, some Republican senators or something. DC, you know, <laughs> they're there. Um, all right, Christian. You remember when we had? I think it was episode number two, right? Where I got yes. in a big. Things got heated. I was. I was That's I was the so name mad. of the episode. Like, Things get yeah, heated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I was like, I'm so mad at DC right now, dude. I wasn't that mad, but it seemed mad, and it was the most passionate people probably have seen me ever. So, um, but yeah, a lot of the things that I was like, you guys either gotta pick one, pick the other. You're trying to eat it both ways. It's really weird, right? They they seem to have solved all the problems. So maybe I can just go over what they announced just at the very top, right? And then we could maybe talk about, pick and choose um, some of the projects that interest us the most. Uh, well, first, so, the, the first before we talk about announcements, they did talk about the things that are coming out already, that were already announced. Um, yep. So they did talk about Sam Fury of the Gods, which I have not watched as Sam number one. And I don't know if I want to watch it anymore. Um, I will say, as far as DCEU projects go, Shazam is definitely, like, top three. So, it's definitely, but, which I isn't mean, just, saying, like, Just lately, most, my but... opinion on it has changed. Not to get into, you yeah, know. Yeah, I gotcha. But um, Shazam Fury of the Gods is going to lead directly into The Flash. And The Flash will be uh, will reset the DC timeline for the movies. Um, right. And then after that comes Aquaman 2, whatever that one's called. Didn't like the first yeah. one. Um, that one will be also expanding the DC Universe, so I'm guessing. 
these kind of did like a soft announcement of uh, Ezra Miller and Jason Momoa still being in the universe. Dude, I don't. I really wish like we could just move away from Ezra. I really I mean, just wish because love them in the purpose of being a wallflower. Yeah, which it sucks by the way because I I wanted to watch Perks being like I was like oh you should watch you know, it. Through, I'm like oh it's it's no I've seen it before but you know we're okay. trying to figure out what movie to watch like ah oh, this this movie's awesome too bad and it's like ah oh, too bad you know what I mean I but, think for that one I can separate the art from the artist <laughs> yeah I guess I'm just waiting to see all the crimes that were committed and see what he gets charged see what they get charged with or whatever because it's just it's just a crazy crazy situation but i i mean i don't know it's because when I'm they tell it's... me when they tell me that the flash is resetting the timeline it's not like in my head it's not like the flash is resetting the timeline and then ceasing to exist i'm kind of hoping that's what happens <laughs> i'm kind of hoping like barry gets lost in the speed force or whatever and just forever not like a comic book get... not a comic book lost we're talking about and that's, uh, I mean, I, I will be totally honest. The Flash, my favorite DC character, my favorite comic book character of all time. People know this. Ezra Miller, they were not my favorite Flash. I did not like the suit. I did not like what they did with the character. Yeah, agree. I think a lot of people are with you there. Um, and and we didn't we didn't mention, it, but also, you know, Blue Beetle movies coming out. People are pretty pumped for that. That one, that one is going to be a part of. Yeah, Shola yep. Maradona. Dude, so in Cobra Kai, he he is definitely the most one of the most standout, um, especially for the kids. I mean, the kids can all act in that show, um, but he is definitely top. I'm, I'm glad he's you know landing the big role. It's going to be Jaime Reyes. He is awesome. Also, I will say uh, just as an interesting uh, point out there, there is a, a currently a mini uh, for Blue Beetle out there. Yeah. For any any Spanish speakers, there is a Spanish version of that uh, run, and they do sell it in comic book stores. So. You know, if you've wanted to read the character and maybe you struggle a little bit with reading. I know a lot of people can speak the language, but reading's harder. Um go ahead, you know, like it's in Spanish. It's it's a good That's name. awesome, yeah. No, it, it definitely seems like um I don't know, definitely definitely seems like that one was kind of trying to tie into the movie, but maybe something got delayed and you know how it goes and they you know, we're sitting on it for a while or something, but I'm hearing it's it's pretty fun. It's definitely targeted at uh, younger readers, but um, you know, always nice to have a Blue Beetle run on yeah. stories. I think Blue Beetle is an awesome character. So. And now, before Cody, I'm gonna let you announce all the projects. I'll just say my thoughts. But I will say, just as a preamble, they uh, James Gunn did it. Can we say the word "gun" in here? Okay. TikTok, <laughs> TikTok would be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, James Weapon. Um, <laughs> well, even weapons. No, <laughs> He announced that uh, they're basically unifying. They're pulling a Star Wars where all the shows, video games, uh, animated shows, animated movies, and uh, and uh, and the movies are going to be in the same timeline and universe. So if it's an act, the voice actor in the animated movie, he'll be they'll be the, the actor in the live action movie. Which I think is kind of cool. Of course, they cannot do that with comics. Star Wars does do that with the comics. The comics are in continuity, at least the the Marvel Star Wars comics. But yeah. uh, I think that's pretty cool. It's a smart move. No, it's a smart move for sure. And, and you know, it's something interesting is is Marvel's not even doing that, which you you know you think because they um, Mar- Marvel the games are totally separate from uh, the movies. You know what I mean? And definitely 
um, the shows can be, I mean, it's kind of, you know, they're kind of, you know, fixing you know it after it's... the fact, but they're pulling in parts of the, uh, you know, Netflix shows that they like, it's that, so that sort are of you, thing. But yeah, from the sure, get-go, man? this is, what's up? Are you sure that the games are not part of the continuity? No, they're definitely not. They're I don't know, not. man. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> listen, they can always like say that they are because they're on like Earth, you know, 617 instead of 616. Technically, everything all the universes is, are in canon. So it's like technically it, yeah. it is all a part of the universe. But I, I'm saying, you know, in your in your in your video game, it isn't going to be Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man. No, you know I, think I, mean? sure, I think Marvel. I think Marvel Snap is is MCU canon. <laughs> Maybe I don't think so. <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's one of those things that it is cool to see that you know even video games. I mean, that's kind of weird to see that. I mean, you know, yes. TV, movies, animated, that all makes sense. But yeah, even video games. All right, cool. Um, so yeah, we'll jump into the announcements. I'll just I'll just rip through them and then we can kind of pick and choose. Um, Animated, we got Creature Commandos, uh, you know, focusing on some of the more oddball characters in the DC universe. Like, I don't know, see Frankenstein in there. That guy's a wacko. Uh, <laughs> we got Waller, which kind of sounds like it's going to be a uh, season two to Peacemaker, possibly. Um, Superman Legacy, which sounds pretty interesting, uh, you know, heavily inspired by the Morrison All-Star Superman. And then we got Lanterns. We got Jon Stewart and uh, Hal Jordan buddy cop like true crime sort of thing did not um, i was a buddy cop is too, too right happy this this seems uh, like it's gonna be a dark show it, it's, probably, it's probably gonna be a dark show like some some like space serial killers or some something like that um but they're buddy cops uh and then we also have the authority which is um you know a team a team uh so, uh, movie. Wall, wild storm yeah, like I don't know too much about the authority. I know there was like Superman the Authority. I know sometimes uh I forgot who like Morrison, I think, worked with the authority a lot or something like that. I'm not sure, but um correct me in the comments. Paradise Lost, which is focused on Themyscira, Wonder Woman, Brave and the Bold, um, Batman and his son Damian Wayne. Then we have Booster Gold, which Booster Gold is super cool to see in the first like slate. I mean you think he'd maybe he's he's in you know part two but i would booster think, gold I, would center, think so. I would think booster gold would be the guardians of the galaxy of this uh slate possibly possibly it's just like yeah yeah like hey um, we've we been super seeing girl, these right, uh, right super girl women of tomorrow uh so kind of focused um based on the tom king run which i have as a trade and i'm super excited to rip into because everybody loves it and then man of the hour i mean we're talking about swamp thing earlier we got a swamp thing project coming um so let, let me ask you this right out of these what like one or two i guess like really speak to you um you know we don't see a flash movie um but we do see you know every different corner Longbox entertainment has a great video where he he breaks us down i heard him talk about a live no free um, shout that's no nah, we love it <laughs> we love, love Longbox. no no no. but he, he talked about you know how you got the superman family uh dealing with space stuff whatever batman street level um, you got some lanterns in there. You got some swamp thing, like you know, dark occult uh, type. Um, oh yeah, the, and then the of course you have Wonder Woman. It's got it's called so, what? Gods and monsters. Gods and monsters, yeah, Phase One or whatever. So, yeah, uh, my the I don't know. It's more than two. I'm gonna say three. Go to go for um, it. Lanterns. Yep. 
Supergirl. Mm-hmm. And Swamp Thing. But I I will give... Uh, all of them sound interesting. I mean, uh, Creature Commandos sounds incredible. I think that's going to be great. Uh, so I will say all of them interest me. But I, I do have my thoughts. I do want to ask you which ones are you interested in. You could pick three. Yeah, we'll... um, for sure. I think... So for me, I mean, I'm a bat head. You know what I mean? <laughs> love me some, love me some Batman and the Batman family. Um, so it's interesting, right? Because it sounds like they're gonna. I mean, he, James Gunn said it. It's gonna be a movie focused on Batman and his son Damien, um, which you know at that Hot point, choice. yeah, Weird it's choice. odd, right? Because Damien is the, I mean, depending on how you count, is like the fourth or the fifth Robin. You're or whatever. skipping like twenty years of movie history that they could do. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, uh, you got to assume that if they're starting there, then, uh, you know, Dick Grayson's already established. He's probably already doing Nightwing stuff, right? Because I would imagine they would, I, I would, my thought process was they were, they were going to do Jason Todd, you know, like Jason Todd gets killed, comes back, you know, like it just makes sense in the long run yeah. to do that. So I yeah, do find like, it interesting yeah. that they're going to have a little kid there. And then how old right. are they going to make him, like 12? Yeah, I mean, he, he starts out, he's pretty, he's pretty young. I mean, he's, uh, you know, born under uh, the League of Shadows or yeah. League of Assassins, right? Um, trained under Rash, Ra's al Ghul. Uh, Talia guy. is the mom, and he's just, like, this little shithead who wants to, <laughs> wants to like, be better than, you know, he's like, Batman, you suck, dude. I can literally do your job. I'm 12 years old, and I can do your job way better than you. Um, and he's got to get, you know, under control. I'm excited to, um, you know, crack. It's gonna be a long time before this movie comes out. I'm excited to crack into the Morrison, uh, Batman Omni that I have, and because Damien's always been a character that I'm interested in. I think he is my favorite Robin. I think um, it's my kind of tough to say. I really is, like. Tim I like Drake, Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson, yeah, just as Nightwing. I like him more as Nightwing than I did as I guess from what I've read of him as Robin. Well, I think it was um, cool because he stepped into big shoes. It's for sure, hundred percent. Um, so that that's the one that speaks to me. I, I guess I just have to say that because I'm, you know, I'm I'm a bad head, like I said. Um, and then, dude, so it's so interesting, right? I've been hearing a lot of theories on people talking about Superman Legacy, and that, you know, because they could have just said Superman, right? But Superman Legacy, like, does it sound? And you know, if they're using All Star Superman as a, as like a yeah, template, as the picture, so but like, I, th- I think it would be like. I will say it would be the wrong move. Yeah, for sure. Like, unless they're trying to, unless they set up like John Kent, you know what I mean? Because we haven't Which seen John even Kent then, in a movie before. Even then, I would like to see Clark. And, I, uh, and I'll explain why I wouldn't want John Kent. I think John Kent's a great character, first of all. Just putting it out there. If you have a problem with John Kent, get out of here. Um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't want John Kent right now because I want to get to that point, you know? Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I think, you know. You know, I do want to see John as a character, John Kent. But if they're gonna kill off Superman in the first okay. movie, like the, the I don't thing know. that the thing that Marvel did better than DC, and that the thing that scares me about this thing is that Marvel didn't start with their biggest runs in the beginning. Yeah, they they set out for the future. You know, like when when the MCU begins, Spider Man's like twelve; he's not even a character. You know. So they, they had right. a lot of leading room to build, but they're starting in, like, Damian Wayne already. And there's yeah, already two Green right. Lanterns. 
And yeah. it's it's like, is that how they're trying to differ it, right? Where it's, you know, you are in this world. This world has been established. There isn't like, you know, a building a building up of like a threat that requires them to, you know what I mean? Like, it's like may, maybe, you know, Superman's been Superman for 15 years or something, right? And we're just introduced to him. Yeah, but how, how, how much longevity do. do you get from it? Yeah, yeah. And it's super interesting. I think that that alone just like the legacy after it that makes me just it just really piques my curiosity i um i'd be angry and then if I, that's the only superman we get like clark right right i don't know i don't know i it's just weird to call it legacy unless he's dying <laughs> i think once we get the cast we'll have an idea if we get it to like an older more like yeah for sure that's it if, if the cast is because when um, we get do... Brandon Routh, you know, like Brandon Routh Superman, which like, and I don't know why I went with Brandon Routh. I think that movie's actually not the worst. Um, Brandon Routh is not the worst Superman, is what I want to say. The movie was not great. Um, we, you know, we get Brandon Routh. He was pretty young. Yeah. So like, we had an idea of like, oh, they're trying to start a Superman universe. He has room to grow. Right. Same with Henry uh, Cavill, Cavill, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call him. I don't know his name. Um, he had room to grow. So if we're starting with Superman Legacy, it just tells me that he's gonna die. And you don't want to give away the ending in your title. I know, right? Before like five years for the movie is even out. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's interesting. But and then I think for my third one, Supergirl One One of Tomorrow does interest me, but I think for the third one, it's gotta be it's gotta be Lanterns, dude. Yeah, I mean just, just premise too. alone. Like, just using your imagination, right? Like, don't let it run too wild, but just think about it. Jon Stewart, Hal Jordan, just, like, flying through space, like, catching a, like, a, like he, well, he's, he's a serial killer, but he, he exterminates planets. Well, they, they did say it's, it, they take care of precinct Earth, so they did say it's primarily gotcha. so it's about be, Earth, which is gotcha. even wilder, because if it's something yep. on Earth, they have, like, immense powers, so it, it makes me they question do. how big can the how bad can the problem be for the lanterns to have to intervene? Yeah, it's true. Definitely. Like they, they, they the lanterns from stories that I've read in DC comics, it'll be like, we got to take the lanterns off the board, dude. Like what, what's a way we can get the lanterns? Like they're, they're busy doing something. Cause we don't want them to touch this story. Cause that's going to be the pothole. Every reason to say, why doesn't John Stewart show up? And it's like, listen guys, we got to tell a story. We can't just have the lanterns showing up in every story solving the problem right so it's it's yeah it's interesting i hope they make it like they said like true detective i hope it's really dark yeah and because like the thing they could do is did there because light good one i wasn't thinking of it but yeah no i yeah 100 (laughs) percent. yeah um hope no like yellow pencils cross their way (laughs) (laughs) um i will say um because if it's a dark story, they can have you know how Jordan's like a goofball sometimes, hmm. and I feel like John Stewart was always like a more serious character. That it's uh, John Stewart's the Green Lantern I grew up with because of the animated show. Yeah, I didn't watch too. the animated show, but I, you know, I would see the commercials and be like, oh, that's Green Lantern. That's Actually, yeah, yeah. you know how like a lot of people are like, what? Like, why did they have to change the race or whatever? Which like stupid. It's a totally different character, and it's a really cool character. For me, it was like, hey. Why do they make Green Lantern white now? <laughs> oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Like, that what? is. 
was right. like, bro, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then they were I'm like, trying to think, dude. I think no, you're 100 percent right. I think I think John Stewart's like my guy. Like I think John Stewart yeah, is my. That's my green lantern. Because... I, I, when I when I found out about Hal Jordan, I was like, like I was like, what the hell? Where are we going back? Why are we getting this white guy to just come in? And someone right. had to be like, no, that's like the OG man. That's he's the one. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. It'll be interesting, and I'm I'm super excited for lanterns. Then we have Booster Gold, you know. That'll That's just be exciting. fun. I, I hope that one is an origin story. Um, yes, because you gotta get some origin stories, dude. It sounds, you know, to to our points, we've been saying this, right? It sounds like this world is already going to be established when we're dropped right in, right? Not saying that it's bad; it can work. You know what I mean? Um, but it does sound like, hey, you know, like we're that's some origin stories, right? Or, I feel yeah, I feel like I yeah, know. sure. If you don't want to do an origin for Superman and Batman, I get it. That story. But you gotta get one for Booster, right? Like no one knows. You no gotta one's tell gonna me, know this guy. How dude. many times have we seen the Flash origin story? Think about it. Honestly. Yeah. Once, on, like on screen. <laughs> yeah. Once. Yeah. And it was the, the Grand Cast. I mean, maybe the '90s show had it, but I didn't watch it. Um, right. So, like, how many times have you seen the Green Arrow origin story? Right, right. Those are characters like sure, Spider Man, Batman, Superman, we don't need it, but like there's so many other characters that are like I would like to know. Please let me know. So I mean, I guess, you know, I'm with you. And it, it it is it is true that, you know, these are the first couple announcements. They're, you know, still however many years out, things could change, whatever. But I will say, you know, in summary, I think this is on like the surface, it seems kind of weird, right? Like if you don't know too much about what's going on it's like it seems like the weirdest lineup it seems like a very james gunn just weird lineup but you know breaking it down and kind of chewing on it for a bit it does make sense because again you know you are seeing these different corners of the dc universe um and then then we're gonna be off to the races dude once they once they get things going so i think it might be a misdirection interesting they're smart. They're not gonna like give you everything, right? But like, if you look at the posters that they have shown or the pictures behind oh, I got James you. Gunn where he was talking, All Star Superman, which is like the wildest picture to put behind a Superman story. Yep. The, the whole concept of All Star Superman, without spoiling anything, because I haven't read it, he's dying. Yeah. Then you get uh, I'm right the, out. he's in, dying. In the la- in the lanterns one, you see John Stewart with a yellow ring, if I'm not mistaken. You can look it up right now. But I'm pretty sure he's he has a yellow ring. It doesn't look like a green ring. No, no, no. Um, oh, your that is interesting. God. I don't know if that's just because I don't know if um, that's just because like they looked up you know, Superman on Google. Superman. <laughs> I'm looking at the picture now. I mean, it is yellow, but I guess I just thought it was. But also, the like, symbol is yellow? different. Yeah, it is. So I think it's a misdirection. Yeah, that it could be. You see, they're smarter. Also, I think saying that for a lot of people, um, saying the the Flash resets the universe, people think reset from scratch, and it's like no, it just resets the story. But you can jump in midway, you know. Through. Yeah, it's. I think I think audiences are smart enough nowadays to understand like different universes and variants, and you know what I mean. Like Marvel's already introduced that idea that. You know, there's please in some way, and this is James Gunn directly. (laughs) Give Grant Gustin a chance. (laughs) 
Give that man a chance. He worked I'm hard. saying bring in a new guy. Bring in Wally. That's what I'm saying. I mean, listen, Grant's want, being good. He's got thing. nine okay. years under his belt. I Maybe want Grant to wants see, to move on. I don't know. I want to see a good Barry, man. And not this, that's the thing. Grant Gustin wasn't a bad Barry, but the, the writing wasn't my favorite. So yeah. I, I want to see a good Barry. Imagine, like, your favorite, like, superhero. Yeah, like, no, yeah it's, we, it's important. Yeah, it's important. I'm with you. Like, there's no speedster. That's true. There isn't, there isn't a speedster in the first couple movies, I guess. But all right, yo, I think that's gonna do it. We just hit the one hour mark. This is a great episode. We talked about Swamp things. Oh, this is our plans, best DCU chapter. Shaking off the rust, guys. Listen, we're back. This is episode fourteen, right? I didn't say 13, that at the beginning. 13. Okay, because the oh, yeah, it's tall. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Yeah, that's Anyways. how it works. It's uh, it goes <laughs> episode, up. <laughs> yeah, it's it goes up. This is episode thirteen of Color Break, the third your third favorite comic book podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been Cody. That's been Christian. Uh, any last words? 